Instead of a 12-step program, it took one step to Jesus. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have Testimony Thursday, which is actually, like I say every week, one of my very favorite days of the week because I love to hear people's testimonies about how Jesus came in and changed their lives. And that's exactly what happened to this man. He was in prison for drug-related crimes, and he couldn't even read. But then he gives his life to Christ, and things turn around. It's so, so awesome what happens when you just ask Jesus to forgive your sins and let his power come upon you and just let him cleanse you of your past mistakes and sins and bad choices because you can be completely wiped free of all that. You don't have to bear those burdens anymore. And how wonderful of a gift that is for us. Here's the story. All my chances is up. This time I'm going to spend the rest of my life in prison. I was going through a lot of depression. I was thinking of any way that I could take my life in prison because I didn't want to live in this, this cell for the rest of my life. Roy Yamamoto was facing 80 years in prison without the possibility of parole for a series of drug-related crimes. You know, drugs really controlled my whole life, that I became a person, you know, I became a monster, and I didn't care about anybody or even myself. His drug problem started when he was a boy in Hawaii, covering the shame he felt from not being able to read. I didn't have the ability uh, to do my schoolwork. Uh, I was put in a special ed, and I was so shame about that. I was shame because I couldn't keep up with the rest of the students, so you know I hanged around with the, the wrong crowd, and we started to drink and smoke weed. He managed to graduate high school and played a year of college football in California, where he was introduced to cocaine. It took over my life. The addiction was so strong when I got back. Uh, instead of working out and training for the next season, I started to hang around with the partying friends again. And uh, we did the cocaine and the drugs. And what happened was when it was my time to go back and play football, all of a sudden uh, this career in drugs was more important. Roy stayed in Hawaii, got a job, and started a family. But his drug use escalated after a co-worker introduced him to crystal meth. This guy passed me a pipe, and I took that pipe, and I took my first hit, and I got so addicted, it, I started to do it every single day after that. His constant drug use drove his wife to leave with his young daughter. I did more and more drugs just to cover up the hurt that I was going through, and eventually my habit became almost $1,000 a day some days. To pay for his habit, Roy became a strong-arm collector for the drug syndicate. He was arrested in Ohio for extortion, kidnapping, and robbery, and sent back to Hawaii, where he eventually faced more drug-related charges. A lawyer uh, came and spoke to me and said that, Roy, the state is putting you away as a career criminal. They're giving you 40 years, but they're going to stack another 40 on top there because of your record. You know, I got back to the cell, and I was in these four inner walls, and I was thinking to myself, man, I'll spend the rest of my life in here. And I remember going to my cell and I said, you know, I don't know God, but I cannot live in here for the rest of my life. I need your help. While in prison awaiting trial, Roy's cellmate gave him a Bible 
and invited him to a Bible study. And I remember walking to that Bible study and I was uh, carrying this big Bible and all my friends that ran around on the streets with me, they were looking at me and laughing, hey Roy, where are you going with that Bible? I said, you know what, I don't know. You guys kind of helped me out of this one, my family, my lawyer, my friends, nobody can help me out of this one. So I'm going to just see what God can do for me. At the end of the Bible study, Roy prayed and asked God to forgive his sins. I prayed uh, the sinner's prayer when I said, Amen. There are these uncontrollable tears coming down my eyes at that point, and it wasn't tears of shame anymore. It was tears of joy. When I said Amen to the Lord, God made me to be a new person, and He shared with me that my life never didn't end. It just started. He wanted to understand the Bible and grow in his new faith, but Roy had never learned to read. Honestly, I couldn't uh, pronounce the words in the Bible. And I said to the leader, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is for me. How will I learn about God if I cannot even read and learn about Him? And the leader said, you know, you go and pray. Nothing is impossible with God. And I went back to my cell that day and I placed my hands in a Bible and I said, Lord, uh, please, my prayers that, that you teach me to read so I can learn about you now that I accept you into my life. And literally no time God did this first miracle that I know was from God. He taught me, he taught me to read and was true reading the Word of God. He says God also freed him from his drug addiction. God brought so much joy. He changed my whole thinking and my whole life and took away this addiction. And uh, I could never do it. It was only because Jesus in my life. So instead of a 12-step program, it took a one step to Jesus taking his hand. As his trial date grew closer, Roy began to pray for a miracle, another chance at freedom. I prayed, God, please, you gave me a million chances. I don't deserve it anymore. But give me one more chance to go out and share how you changed my life and to share the Lord with my family so we can be family for all eternity, just not just here on earth. Your word says that nothing is impossible with you in Ephesians. If that's so, that you do this miracle for me. At his trial, the witness for the prosecution didn't show up and Roy was eventually set free. He found a church and began serving right away. But after two years, his case was brought to trial again. Back in court, his church overwhelmed the new judge with stories of Roy's changed life. The judge was moved. And he said, I just sentenced your, your co-defendant to 20 years in prison, 10 years mandatory, the same place where you're standing today. But he looked up to me and said, you know what, I know that God changed your life. So instead of sentencing you today, I'll cut you free and give you back your freedom. Roy has used his freedom to help others start a new life with Christ. He leads several ministries and camps reaching out to inmates and their families with the love of God. Being a pastor over uh, a church today and being able to uh, give back and run our camp agapis for the children of incarcerated and it's like, the, the biggest blessing in my whole life. The two judges who cut me free from doing a life actually help us uh, with the camp, camp agapes and we've been doing it like for 12 years now. The message of hope that set him free from guilt and shame is the same message Roy shares with inmates and their families today. I'm grateful to the Lord even for the things I went through. I want everybody to know that no matter what we went through, when you receive Jesus into your life, He'll come into your life and He'll forgive you for everything in the past. And He'll make you to a new person and, and make you not shame, but have joy.
That was a CBN testimony, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under The 700 Club, Freed from Life in Prison. You can also find out more information about them, The 700 Club and CBN at cbn.com. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Be encouraged about all that God is doing in your life, and I will see you again tomorrow for Fun Friday. God bless.